Thanks for joining in for part two of the creepiest Hoosier urban legends. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier state. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there is more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier state. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. Today, we have part two of some of the creepiest urban legends that you will hear from Indiana. Well, if you've come back for even more crazy tales, you are in luck. We have even more disturbing stories for you. Today, we're going to discuss a well-known chicken joint that was serving up a little something more than fried chicken. We're also going to discuss what secret ingredient made the tacos at the Fifth Avenue taco stand the best tacos in Gary. Can you really make a phone call from beyond? A Terre Haute man may have done so. We also have a legend that challenges how safe are you in your own home. We'll finish up with a tale about the special brew that the IU medical students created during the prohibition. Sit back, relax, and join us as we delve even deeper into some of the most disturbing Hoosier urban legends. pick up where we left off last time with number five on our list number five we are going to call wait a minute this isn't chicken so there is a legend that is told about a very well-known chicken joint that's an urban legend and we're not going to name the chicken place on here of course but it is a nationwide chain and the legend dates back to the 1970s. In some versions of this legend, it's a lady that goes in to order white meat chicken. Instead of getting the white meat she has ordered, she is upset to see that she received dark meat instead. Something about the piece of chicken doesn't look right. She goes back up to the counter to report what she has found. The workers discover that it's not a piece of chicken at all. It's a rat that has fallen into the fryer. Totally gross. Some versions of this story, the person's already eaten the piece of chicken before finding out what it really was. Oh no, that is so gross. Girl, there's no way. So this legend's mostly told about the restaurant in Terre Haute, Indiana. I actually heard that one while I was at ISU. 
And in Ronald Baker's Hoosier Folk Legends book, he also tells of it occurring in Shelbyville, West Lafayette, and Elwood. I can't even imagine what I would do in that situation. I know. Which brings me to number four on our list. And we're going to call number four the best tacos in Gary. Yes, I've heard about this taco stand. Grandpa George has told us about this legend before. Yeah, when we were growing up, this was a very popular legend. The legend is that there was a really good taco stand located along Fifth Avenue in Gary. Supposedly, the tacos that were sold at this little stand were phenomenal. I mean, we're talking the stuff of legend. People around the stand started to notice that their cats were going missing. Somehow the health inspector made a surprise inspection of the stand and shut the stand down. So at this point, you've probably guessed what the taco stand used in their tacos. Cats! It was cats! Gross. I know. I just, I can't even think of that as a cat owner. I mean, I would die. That is truly disturbing and really disgusting. The legend about the Gary Taco Stand is part of the Indiana State University Archives, and it is from 1969. I just, I cannot even imagine. I mean, it really makes you stop and think about what could be lurking in your food, or what are you actually eating? Exactly. We see you. You're a dreamer a visionary, the master of your own destiny. What people don't tell you is that dreams aren't always easy. You probably feel weighed down and frustrated by all the little tasks that steal your energy and time. Good news, we can help. Becky and I have started a new business adventure called Quigley Virtual Services. We offer a wide variety of services to streamline your business and give you back your time. We specialize in proofreading and editing for authors and writers, but we are happy to help you with other business needs. If you are in need of a reliable virtual consultant, please check out our website, www.quigleyvirtualservices.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Number three on our list, we are going to call the phone call from beyond. This is one of my favorite Terre Haute legends, along with the legend of Stiffy Green, which we covered back in season one on episode 12. Yes, I've heard about this legend as well. So the legend is about a pretty well-to-do Terre Haute man named Martin Sheets, who had a telephone installed in his mausoleum when he was buried in 1910. There are two different legends about why he would do this. The first story is that Mr. Sheets had a fear of being buried alive. The second theory is that he believed that one day he would come back to life after death. Apparently, this is why he had a phone installed in the mausoleum after he was buried. Mr. Sheets promised his wife that if he was able to, he would call her from the phone. Years passed, and this was back in the days where an operator would have to sit on the phone lines and connect the calls. Yes, there's an interview with a retired telephone operator in the Indiana State University archives. It's from 1969, and the lady says that the operators did not like to be assigned that telephone line. I can imagine. How creepy to sit and wait and see if the line lights up knowing where it was from. I know. Well, one day, that is exactly what happened. Apparently, one day, Mr. Sheets's wife had a heart attack and passed away. When she was found, she was clutching the telephone. Here's where the legend gets creepy. When they opened the family mausoleum to bury Mr. Sheets, the telephone in the mausoleum was off the hook. Wow, that's crazy. And many people believed that it had been Mr. Sheets that had made a phone call to his wife 
before she passed. If you look on the Find a Grave website, it has a little more information about Martin Sheets. Yes, apparently he also had a bottle of whiskey with him along with the telephone. So Sheets' theory was that if he awoke, he could call for a taxi and have a drink while he waited for his ride home. That's pretty resourceful. Apparently people complained about the telephone poles, so the city had the phone removed. Yeah, and they actually had to go to court and get an order to remove them since this had been in Mr. Sheets' will. So crazy. Our podcast is growing, and it's so exciting to see all of our new followers on social media and all of the many downloads of our podcast. Most of our listeners come from iHeartRadio. However, we are on all the major podcast platforms. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us through. Your comments and likes help others find us. Thank you for tuning in to the Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast. Now back to our show. Number two on our list is one that I have been creeped out about because it makes you question just how safe you are in your own home. The licked hand. Oh, this one has always creeped me out. So there are various versions of this story. The one that I've heard the most is the version that is in Ronald Baker's Hoosier Legends book. This version happens in Farmersburg, Indiana, which is in Sullivan County, south of Terre Haute. Two girls who are best friends stay alone at one of the girls' homes while her parents are out of town. The girls hear on the news about a prison inmate who has escaped. The girls are scared but decide that they will be okay since they have their dog with them. So at some point in the middle of the night, one of the girls gets scared and reached down to pet her dog. The dog licks her hand and she feels safe again and falls back to sleep. When the girl awakens, she finds that her friend and the dog had both been killed during the night. She tries to help the police figure out what time the murder happened since she knows her dog licked her hand. Somehow the murderer is never caught. 20 years go by and the girl grows up. She gets a letter in the mail that says, I'm coming to see you. I had my chance once before, but I didn't take it. Not only dogs can lick. The girl, no. Uh-uh. Nope. Yep, I'm out. This one always creeps me out. This is a very old legend, and according to Wikipedia, it's been going around since 1982. Yes, there is a whole lot of different versions of this legend. I've heard it is a little old lady instead of a girl. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've also heard a version where no one is killed and the parents were out of town. The girl is told that the dog was in the basement the whole time and could not have licked her hand. All of the versions of this story are just creepy. Okay, so we're down to the number one legend on our list. This one, I do think, is probably the creepiest. Number one on our list, we are calling IU's Special Brew. This legend takes place back in the days of Prohibition. Yeah, people would make their own liquor during this time period. The medical students at IU were known for making the best booze around. These boys told people that they made their liquor in the labs in their spare time and everyone believed them. There was a speakeasy in Terre Haute that would buy their liquor from these medical students. The students eventually were caught and that is when the authorities figured out how they were making their special brew. They were using the formaldehyde from the cadavers at the IU School of Medicine. Well, that's a no from this chair. I know, right? According to the account in Ronald Baker's book, they never let word get out about this because the mob was involved with the bootlegging. They were terrified that the mob would 
hurt or even kill the boys if word got out. Yeah, this this had to be number one just because it's pretty gross. It's another one of those legends that makes you question what exactly are you ingesting? That and the covering of the story up just gives it a whole new creep factor. Definitely. Have you heard any of the legends that we discussed in this episode? Is there a legend you were hoping to hear that we didn't cover in part one or two? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to Legends at gmail.com. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. To see our source material, please visit our website, HoosierMissAndLegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast is a Quigley Virtual Services production. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Race Car. As always, stay spooky. <laughs>